Hello and welcome back to Lost the Plot. My name is Danny Humby and I am here with Elliot Morris. You may not remember this podcast. It came out for six episodes over the course of the pandemic. But basically, myself and Elliot are breaking down some of the world's favourite TV programmes with our extremely limited knowledge of those shows and the episode titles. We are currently breaking down Friends, a very iconic TV programme. And this week's episode is us looking into... Season 1, Episode 7, The One with the Blackout. This is like the one, I think, where Ross sort of tries to, or does, confess his love for Rachel. But seven episodes in feels quite early to do that. Because so far, in the six episodes, we know the characters. We do. We've seen some dynamics. Yeah seen a bit of dynamics, seen a bit of the back and forth between them. We know that Ross has had a crush on Rachel since he yeah. was since they went to we school know together. That, we know that he got lost on an island. And got he lost on an island. Where he became more than just a man for five years. Yeah. yeah. And then, what did he do when he came back to Starling? No, hold on. Oh, no, not again. Hold on, that's oh, Arrow. Not, not again! That's the critically acclaimed CW show, Arrow. <laughs> As all CW programs, but you don't need to mention critically <laughs> acclaimed. All of them are critically. It's just assumed. <laughs> Could you imagine this podcast uh, concept with Riverdale? Oh. <laughs> Another. <laughs> this list is so long. Our podcast is going to be going on for years, especially with our our, our approach of six episodes, year and a half break. <laughs> six episodes, year and a half break. Six. Episodes. That's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. Exhausting for our fans. We're going to get another six episodes. Get bored. <laughs> no, not bored. Busy. 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 Okay. So it's um, a blackout. So it's a blackout. Yeah, I, I think this is where Ross confesses his love, which you're right, it's, it's an odd choice to have it seven episodes in. But I think when you're writing shows like this, you don't know how long you've got. Yeah, and, and, I, I, and obviously the, the characters of Friends are so lovable that you've watched seven episodes, but you feel like you've known them for years. You feel like you've known them the, your whole life. You know, yeah. you've got... You got could could I be any more Chandler? Uh, but I, I imagine the fans have lost the plot. Feel the same for us. You know, <laughs> you know they they we're six episodes in <laughs> and they've gone. Wow, I feel I'm so glad these important figures in my life are returning to my ears. <laughs> it's like they've never been away. <laughs> never, never, never. Um, but yeah, so looking at it from a writing perspective. I reckon the reason why is because when you write sitcoms, especially in the first season... And, and have you written a lot of sitcoms? I've written a lot of sitcoms. <laughs> a lot of sitcoms. Not I a work, single man. one has been picked up. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, you've read you've read all of my sitcoms. I, I keep read... sending them to you, Danny. Yeah, They're yeah, big scripts. I always, I always reply. You always read them. Wow, I've just read this in detail. I like that character. Great work again. I know you keep saying you like that character, and I'm glad you 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 like that. I keep bringing him back. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, when when you're writing a show, you don't know, especially if it's in the first season of a sitcom, you don't know if it's going to get picked up or continued. And there are sitcoms that get cut off halfway through a season if they're just crap and no one watches them. So, I think as a writer, you want to try and cram in as much of the good shit in those the, first the, the, ju- the juice the juice the spice yeah. 
Because, I mean, you know, we've got the, uh, the first episode, the pilot, if you'll remember, from 15 months ago. <laughs> I um, do. We remember. got it dead on. Um, I, but Ross it, confesses his love. Ross admits his love for Rachel there, and that kind of sets up their yeah. arc for the first season. Yeah, and, and I distinctly remember us accurately nailing all six episodes of Friends so oh, far. definitely. I, I'm not going to re-listen and see, but I'm pretty sure we did. Pretty sure yeah. we nailed it. And to our Slovakian fans out there, hello. All two of you. <laughs> so, so the the, All right, I get the it, scene Eddie. I've got in my head. Okay, I'm you trying to, to talk about <laughs> look. I just have ambivalent feelings about friends, and I need yeah. to impart them on our listeners. Sure, sure. The scene I've got in my head <clears throat> is Ross and Rachel sat on a sofa opposite each other with lots of candles lit because there's a blackout like the title of the episode. And Ross is sure. is sort of stumbling over his words in that Ross way. And he's being like, oh, Rachel, I, oh, I, I, I just, I, ever since we've been in school together, I sort of have kind of, of some feelings for you. And then Rachel's a little bit like, oh, really, Ross? I, 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 maybe I would also like you too. And then right before he asks her out on a date, Something happens, like there's a knock at the door or a bowling ball through the wall, and they're like, "Whoa, what's that?" And then they get up, and then they go outside. And Rachel goes disappears for a bit. I think she gets lost, maybe in the dark, and she's like, "Ah!" And then she comes back, and she's like, "Hey guys, look who I found in the dark! It's Juan, our Spanish neighbor." And then they start dating for a bit, and Ross is like, "Oh, not again!" You know what? I have my eyes closed. During that, picturing yeah. it, yeah, I'm fairly sure that's how the episode. Went. I think I, I think um, I got almost, it dead on, almost word for word. I think I got it dead on. It was pretty cool. I feel like I remember him saying something like, "Oh, Rachel, when I was on the island for all those years, mm. you were all I could think about when mm. I was training to be a killer and to get revenge for my dad." Wait, 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 no, 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 no. Ross, dad's still alive. You're thinking of the what? arrow again. No, no. Ross's dad is still alive. We that know this. Isn't the what, arrow's dad that, still alive we... secretly? Isn't that yeah, a plot twist was, later on? I do think he was actually. Well, don't spoil it. That's, the, that's for a special. <laughs> that's our next um, season. Do, have we seen Ross's dad at this point in Friends? Do we know that for a fact? Uh, pff, Daddy. We don't know any of this for a fact. <laughs> yeah, no, that's actually a really great point. I think um, we have, because I seem to remember doing an impression of Ross's dad at some point. Isn't... Yeah, no, actually, I think I do remember that. Isn't there a cat in this episode? A cat? Uh, I feel like Phoebe isn't that, might... Isn't, I can isn't see that Phoebe how, having a cat. Isn't that how Rachel meets the... the uh... Oh, maybe it's the cat that knocks on the door. Not a bowling and then Rachel goes, not a bowling ball. Why would a Rachel bowling... goes and finds... who knocks on a door? Do you knock on doors with bowling balls? Yeah, <laughs> is this like a is this like was it knock down ginger? It's like a new version of, <laughs> of America. They knock just down ginger. Launch a bowling <laughs> strike. Um, yeah, maybe it's the cat that knocks on the door, going meow. Um, where's my owner? And then Rachel goes and finds Your the owner. Your impressions are impeccable. It's what keeps this podcast going. <laughs> well, <I'm, laughs> there's not much that keeps this podcast going. <laughs> so, and then Ross she meets. Yeah, he's trying to say his love to her. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't mention an island. No, a bowling not ball yet. or a cat. Yeah, somehow interrupts, and then when they search the building for who's the cat owner, is. yeah. 
Ross doesn't help out because Ross is like, Meh, is I hate all something? animals except yeah, my monkey yeah. that I don't have yet. And <laughs> and I don't yeah, want to yeah. help that cat find its owner because Ross is a terrible and, person. And, and then and then they come across the cat's owner. Which I assume is... the owner of the cat is Juan. I think his name's Juan. You're saying Juan as Spanish. Yeah, he's that Spanish bloke who Rachel goes yeah. out with for a bit. Okay. You're looking at me like you don't think his name's Juan. I'm looking. I'm not confident he's Spanish, <laughs> but we're we're he's definitely we're, we're, European. We're, uh, European, yeah. Okay, we're 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 rock the European. So then, what are the other characters doing at this point? Um. So I think so. The reason that there's candles is obviously because shock horror. There's a blackout, but I think it's part yeah. of a power cut. Um. Yeah. Which and I think I instinctly remember. Um being alive at the time in 1994 <laughs> that uh, NBC actually tied three shows set in York <laughs> the same night, beginning with one of my favourites, uh, a TV program called Mad About You. I think it was season three uh, episode Pandora's Box. Uh, oh, and then it I ended for- with a uh, Mad yeah, Man of the yeah, People. Yeah. And another one of my favourite programmes, one that I, I initially suggested we cover first before Friends, yeah, but you were well, like, maybe it's too niche. Famously, uh, you're a huge man I'm of the people huge, fan. I'm a huge man of the people. You've got a tattoo on your chest. Fan. I do, I have a massive uh, madman of the people uh, you know, tattoo. tattoo, because I, I've always been a raging, raging, raging fan of, of Dab- Dabney Coleman. Dabney um, Coleman? Who, 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 who played Dabney? Jack Madman Buckley. Oh, Buckley, the Mad titular madman. I've, yeah, the titular madman. I've always been a huge fan because I love his work in mm-hmm. uh, the Towering Inferno, nineteen seventy four, nine right. to five, nineteen eighty. Mm. You know, I, this is all from the top all of, of the hits. Yeah, all of the hits. But what, what the listeners may know him for is uh, he's the the principal in in Recess. We all know and that. There's no there's no point in that. even saying it. We're all Everyone massive fans that. of it. Uh, but I just I've, that suddenly came to me that just I off the top of your head. Because as I said, I'm a really big fan of uh, Mad Man of the People. Mad Man of the People. And uh, Mad About You. So uh, that obviously implies the existence of an NBC extended universe. Right. This is something I'm keen to develop on. Yeah. And so the, so this is... In your eyes, is it the NBC EU? Is it the... It is the... NBC, is it the NBCU? NBC. Or is it just the NEU? No, it needs to be much more complicated than that. I think, I think, I think it's going to have to be. He's taking his glasses off, listener. It's going to have to be the NBCSTVENYCU. The NBC sitcom television series New York City Universe? No. Yeah. (laughs) Such a. What a. And that is something that I think needs developing by NBC. And I think they're missing something. Yeah. Um, I've obviously, everyone who knows me, all my friends know me that I, I, I've i been petitioning for Mad Man of the People to be returning since 1994 because it was my favourite one series programme starring Daphne Coleman. I love it. one series programme. And like, you, you can Daphne see me because I've got my video on, I've yeah. got posters yeah. everywhere. And that big it. tattoo on his chest. He, he, and my he's massive been popless tattoo. the whole episode. <laughs> I just feel so free when I record these podcasts. Uh, topless and showing off my madman of the uh, of the people uh, tattoo with great pride dabney coleman we should get him on the show we you're famously good friends with him aren't you i'm i'm famously been a big fan of him i've just checked he is still alive so that makes me feel <laughs> <a lot better>. um <laughs> but big fan big fan 
Uh, where, where are we at in our description? Oh, yeah, you were saying I was, I was talking about the fact that there's, <laughs> yeah. a, there's a citywide blackout. Yeah. And <clears throat> because obviously Madman of the People and um, the other one you mentioned. What's uh, Mad About You. Mad About You. An- another classic. Surely you know Mad About You well. Uh, not as not as well as you know, Madman of the People. Um, and so there's a, yeah, there's there's the extended blackout in the in the NYCU, and um, yeah, the the reason I'm bringing all of this up is because um, this is when Chandler gets stuck in the bank with um, a model. I can't remember. I don't know who her name was, but it's fair to say she's the. Um, what famous mo- what what who were the famous, famous models model. in in 94 Kate Moss she was famous running up that hill running up that hill I don't I running don't. up that hill that's her isn't it Kate Moss yeah uh, yeah I think so uh, I don't think she was in friends was she I don't know but I know she's a model I want to say I want to say it was Jill Goodacre I don't know who Jill Goodacre is How do you not know who Jill Goodacre Who's is Who's Jill Goodacre daddy <laughs> She was one of the Victoria's Secret's main models in the 1980s and, <laughs> and, and early 1990s. What? <laughs> you know, you know, you know how you know who she's married to. Who's she married to? Harry Connick Jr. Who's Harry? Oh, I feel like I recognise that name actually. Yeah, the, the, he was in P.S. I Love You, and also yes, sang a little you. bit. What's P.S. Uh, I Love and you? he's Doctor Haskett in the Dolphin Tale film, which is an unbelievably Good film, if you've never seen it. P.S. I Dolphin Love You Tale. was Robin Sparkles' Dolph- final Dolphin- song. <laughs> Dolphin Tale is a great film, guys. If, you, if, you, if you're out there and you've not heard it, it's about a kid that finds this dolphin that's like got his tail missing, takes it to some like aquarium, ocean, whatever, and they give it a fake tail. Morgan Freeman's in it. Great film. There's a sequel. And famously, Cuba and famously, Jr., whatever you said. And Cuba Gooding Jr. is in it, uh, along with Ice Cube, uh, and they look after this dolphin. And Vanilla Ice, you've got the full trilogy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got and, Vanilla and, Ice, Ice and Cube, and Cuba Gooding there Jr. There are rumours that uh, Kevin Hart is going to do a uh, Dolphin Tale reboot uh, coming soon. Uh, We're all the excited The original Dolphin Tale only came out in 2007, but I yeah. think there's enough time there for a reboot. And there's enough fan support as well. Been yeah, clamoring yeah, well, for a Dolphin Tale reboot. I, I've got two petitions going at the moment, and one <laughs> is the return of Madman of the People, and the other is for my Dolphin Tale reboot starring Kevin Hart. Yeah, it's as famous, the Dolphin, as the Dolphin, as the dolphin. Not, not not as the humans, exclusively yeah. as the Dolphin. Well, what they're going to do is they're going to. I've I've heard rumors um, that they're going to do him up like Andy Circus. So they're going to chuck him in a oh, pool, a whole bunch nice. of ping pong balls on him, and then he's going to pretend to be the Dolphin, and they'll CGI. Yeah, yeah. But it'll I be mean, Kevin I, Hart's I'm, face on a dolphin. I'm envisioning, envisioning it. That's yeah. what I'm working. I'm, I'm owning it. I could see it in my mind. Mm. I think it would win an Oscar. Have you seen those videos of, of um, Ben Benedict Cumberbatch doing the Smaug acting? Yes, where he's like crawling, he's slithering around on the floor. Being like, I think it's a similar. Yeah. I mean, it'll be it'll be it'll be a similar vibe, but he'd be like, "I'm a dolphin." He'll be in a pool. That's that's me as Kevin Hart being a dolphin. I, I see. I was I'm imagining. A <laughs> I wasn't imagining that the dolphin talked. I imagined it was going to be Kevin Hart going <laughs> like a dolphin. You know what? As the person that's created the petition, I'm quite neutral in either way. I, you know, I'm I'm happy to work with the respective film studios as long to... as the film gets made. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. But as I said, if I had to pick, I'd get the uh, Madman of the People reboot going. Anyway, so Ch- Chandler Bing. Is talking he's surrounded, to... he's surrounded by a bank and he's like, could I be yes. surrounded by any more money? 
could I be any more trapped with a Victoria's Secret model? Because yeah, that's that's exclusively how he talks, I think I remember. Yeah. Well, that's his catchphrase. And this show is nothing but catchphrases. <laughs> nothing but catchphrases. Do you want to know something? Sorry to derail the podcast a little. Yeah, because we I'm we've I'm been take pretty tight I, so far. I've been pushing a tight podcast for the last 20 minutes. <laughs> but sorry to derail the podcast. But did you so obviously Joey's famous line? Uh, yeah, is, is how you doing, right? Yeah. The, his his pickup line, but sure. he doesn't actually say that line for the first time until like season five, maybe. Really? Yeah, it's it's quite late on. I don't know, but actually, genuinely, I don't know what season it is. I, I, I think know I it's late on. It's definitely late on. Seasons like one to four, he just would walk into a room and he'd be like, "Bada bing, bada boom, Joey in the room." <laughs> Right? Isn't that yeah. what he said? That yeah. was his catch. Everyone's forgotten that, but that was his... Everyone's, they tried to make it as... Have you seen uh, the TikTok trend going around the moment where people are trying to gaslight people into thinking there was a character called Graggle in The Simpsons? <laughs> and it's like this little like, alien-looking creature. And people have like drawn him into Simpsons episodes. <laughs> and they're like... People like record their TV screen with them like playing the clip of like this fake episode well this fake appearance of graggle and they'd be like this is literal proof in the early seasons of the simpsons graggle was part of the simpsons family and i've i've watched some of them and some of them are so realistic i'm like was graggle real was, was graggle in the simpsons I, I think it's a similar thing that's so funny yeah 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 no just like we forgot graggle we forgot yeah. well the the problem with joey was he was they tried to make him the fan favorite because they were like look he's a he's a sexy italian man we yeah. want him to be our kind of you know sex appeal for the show, and they kind of they ran through a number of catchphrases before. Yeah, because I remember thinking it was really weird in season one that he just kept saying, "Welcome to Top Gear," and it was like so long yeah. before he actually like his real life actor actually hosted Top Gear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, that is so bold. It, it was a really strange coincidence, and because everyone forgot about it, it was never weird when he started doing Top Gear. Yeah, but you're right. It was because um, famous. Yeah, yeah. Famously, when he he kicked down the door to save the cat from the burning building, he kicked yeah. down the door and was like, oh, "Welcome to Top Gear," <laughs> and picked up the cat and then, and then went, ran out. Bada bing, bada boom. Joey's Joey in, in the room. room. Yeah, yeah. And then left. And that's and what caused the blackout. <laughs> that's what caused the blackout. Yeah, yeah. And then famously, his, his season two catchphrase was, um, was, hey, I'm Italian here. They were trying yeah, to do like yeah. a, a combination of the New York, I'm walking here. Yeah, sure, yeah, sure. Italian Arguably quite controversial because almost cultural appropriation. Almost, yeah. Which I think is why they moved on from it. What is what is Joey doing in this episode? Um, he's uh, probably eating a big sandwich or something. I think he. I think his <laughs> arc for this storyline was like, "Hey, I want to eat the biggest sandwich in Manhattan. I'm gonna go get myself a big sub." And it's, yeah. oh yeah, that's it because because I can the episode... see why they were focused on other plot lines. <laughs> this is a solid plot line. I know you. This is a famous one because. As he, yeah, yeah, so you've got Chandler stuck in the bank, you've got um, Ross and Rachel stuck in the building, and it's all kind of like lighthearted, but then every now and again they'd cut intercede, they'd cut with a horror segment of the show, which was where Joey was, as he was trying to navigate New York City in the dark in the midst of a purge style blackout. It was sort of a, a post apocalyptic dystopian take on Friends as he was just trying to reach um, the, the That's quite bold the for season one. Yeah, well, they were really experimenting a lot in the early seasons. 
Yeah, because then because I know because you obviously written a lot of sitcoms in your time. A lot, as I know because I've read them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I really liked the, the sort of the twenty third one that you wrote that had a very similar style. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Nothing but the jazz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing but the yeah. Jazz. The show about oh, the traveling jazz musicians who got stuck in yeah. the haunted house in that episode you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah, man, that was that was some dark, dark stuff. Yeah, no, it was, it was real, real dark. I felt like the saxophone. And, and you know what? I'm re- I'm really glad that you went to therapy after that. <laughs> after that trip was going across because I read that and I was like, this feels like a lot of projection like, oh, in this sitcom. There's a lot going on here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah I just and that's the real reason we had a 15 month break. <laughs> Round last March, Elliot sent me a sitcom script for nothing but the jazz, and I thought this is dark. This man. Yeah. I'm worried about him. And he's just got out of a 15 month skin <laughs> in rehab, in writer's rehab, because he kept he just kept writing sitcoms about haunted houses. Yeah. And like no matter what character it was, no matter where in the world, they'd always end up in the same haunted house. Yeah. Every single one of them. <laughs> Every single one. Petey and the bird. Yeah, well, that that haunted Petey house episode bird, was one of my favorites. Like, what up? I'm Petey the bird. Tweet, tweet, tweet. <laughs> oh no, I'm stuck in a haunted house. And then purge 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 again yeah but i i would you know possibly argue that this episode of friends is where i my fascination with purge style sitcom episodes started there's a lot of sitcom tropes um sitcom trope episodes you've got the bottle episode you've got the road trip episode you've got the meet the parents episode and famously you've got the purge episode and friends was really a pioneer in that instance um and i think they really you know they really did try to purge the push sorry car freudian slip push the boundaries with with it um especially establishing early on that joey has killed a man with his own hands famous when he was <laughs> there's the and, climax- and, 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 wor- and worryingly yeah he said bad <laughs> Joey in the room, as it went. yeah he that he was as as he had him in the chokehold and the life you know was just what? draining I- from his eyes he just I he looked dead into the camera we when don't, we, we don't remember the plot as much <laughs> Joey's in the uh, room. I am starting to think we don't remember friends as well as we thought we did. But I do feel like we've really adequately subbed up the episode, the one with the blackout. I think so. Do you wanna do a do you wanna do a quick rundown of what you think Monica and Phoebe were okay, doing? Okay, yes. So Monica and uh, uh and Phoebe. Yeah. Well I, I think Phoebe was helping Rachel, wasn't she? It feels like the type of antics people get involved oh, in just... looking for a hot Italian or hot Spanish or, or cats. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. It, I, and, and, yeah. And, and Monica... I don't know what she was doing. No, probably cooking up. Uh, oh, maybe she was... Because uh, Monica's a chef. Maybe she was at the sandwich shop that Joe was trying to go to to get the biggest uh, sub in New York City. And maybe that's where she was working. And that's, that's, what, that's another reason Joe was there. I think I think that's a, a fairly good analysis. I think we smashed it. Yeah. So so to sum up yeah. for everyone listening, um, God, this episode started so normal. Ross confessed his love to Ross, Rachel. Yeah. Then and then a bowling ball flew through the wall, and then a cat knocked at the door, almost hit them, and then a cat knocked at the door, and went meow meow meow. Yeah. Where am I? Yeah. So then so then Phoebe. And and Rachel, Phoebe, who'd been sat on the sofa the whole time, so it was Ross sat next to Rachel, yeah, going, really "I confess my love scene. to you." And then the camera pulled out, and Phoebe was there really, the whole time. Really, like, really awkward scene. Uh, they're then looking for yeah. it. Ross is sulking; he just doesn't appear for the rest of the episode. Uh, and then Joey is in the middle of a quite intense horror montage yeah. to try and get a sandwich 
which they never really replicated again. No, they never really program. revisited it. Uh, and and Monica is also making the sandwich. Yeah, she's making the sandwich for him to go eat. And Chandler's stuck in a yeah. box in the bank with um with a model. Monica Gooding or whatever. And it all was. of this is all of, Gooding, uh, Jr. Gooding Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all of that is happening at the same time as Madman Mad of the Town. Madman of the Madman of the oh, Sea. <laughs> some respect. Madman of the Town is a different program. Uh no. I think we've summed up that perfectly. I think we've summed that up perfectly. So we'll yeah, all right. I think we actually in the episode there. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks so much for listening, everyone. We'll be back next time with more Lost the Plot. Uh, who knows what episode we'll be doing? Who knows? We certainly haven't worked that out. Yeah, yet. going forward, we're not going to be doing them chronologically. We're just going to be skipping to kind of the the more key episodes because uh, I don't know about you, but I don't have time to do 240 episodes of this podcast just on Friends. <laughs> okay, that's how yeah. many episodes of Friends. We do there have are. time for 240, ep- and especially as we said earlier with our with our new format of six episodes, 15 months, <laughs> break, six episodes. You know, what I mean, if we did all 240, that'd be extremely like long 10 time. years. 10 years that's almost as long as friends was on (laughs) yeah so we'll be back next time we've more lost the plot thank you so much for listening tell your friends or don't see you later